Welcome back to Brain Bites. Joining me as always is James Green. James, how are you today? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Today we're going to talk about something that sounds rudimentary, but maybe some people need to hear it. The dangers of free Wi-Fi. Free Wi-Fi. Which we have a saying here at our office that if it's free, it's bad. Um, That is usually uh, relating to some form of IT tool or software. Right. Uh, Because... We are all nerds, and we all love to find software. I found a piece of software that can solve this need great. we have, right? Well, it's if, free. It's free. Well, if it's free, it's bad, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of the same goes for Wi-Fi. Um, so to preface this, you know, we have a corporate policy at our office that if you are not in the building and you need to access your computer, you are connecting it to your phone. You're tethering to your company phone. Yep. Um, no hotel Wi-Fis, nope. no coffee shop Wi-Fis. So we're going to dive in a little and bit. Let's be honest. They're slow anyway. Yeah. Right. So we're going to dive into a little bit as to why that is, uh, what are some of the dangers and not even necessarily what you can do to protect yourself from it. Cause honestly, there's not much you can do other yeah. than not connect to them. Yeah. Um, so James, what is, what is one of the reasons why you wouldn't want to go to, to a coffee shop and connect to their free Wi-Fi? Well, I think the, the biggest reason, the one that I think a lot of people talk about, and, and most people talk about it in hyperbole, but it, it does happen where there is someone at a coffee shop or at a hotel who is probably on their machine connected to that Wi-Fi and monitoring all the traffic going across the Wi-Fi. Right. And so what, yeah, what James is talking about, there is a device that is called a Wi-Fi pineapple. Um, They're not very expensive to buy. You do have to be a little technical to set it up, but basically what it does is you can route a wireless signal through it that you can connect to that hotel or that, that coffee shop Wi-Fi. Right. And then you can rebroadcast a new network that has the same name and the same password, but it's a new network and it funnels all that traffic back through the pineapple device and the, the person controlling its uh, device. And they can monitor all the traffic. They can go see what websites you're going to. They can see what you're doing on the websites. And ultimately, if they are malicious enough, they can uh, gain access to your device with through the, your connection to that wireless because you have given them access and they have all the all the required uh, access to your computer that they need. Now, that is very easy to do, uh, so to speak, from a technical standpoint. Right. Um, statistically, there's not that many people who have pineapples. So, you know, will you find yourself in that one coffee shop where that one guy is, is you know, spoofing it? That's kind of what James mentions that, you know, it's talked about in hyperbole a lot because right. um, it that is... You it's know, rare. It is rare, but it's the fun example. It's the crazy example. Right? Exactly. He's sitting there. It's the one you see on your CSI. bank accounts. Yeah. It's the one you see on the TV shows, the movies. But if you think back a couple of weeks to when we were doing all the coverage for Cybersecurity Awareness Month, we were talking about the the viruses and the ransomware, how how fast they spread. Well, yep. that is in a production environment with safeguards in place. Think about the think about how much infrastructure your local coffee shop is putting in to their their guest wireless solution. It's the internet modem that their internet provider gave them. And that's probably it because it has Wi-Fi built into it. And it has, and it has the guest Wi-Fi that they they put on there. So think about it this way. When you go to a coffee shop and you connect to that free Wi-Fi, you're connecting your computer into the same network in the same ways, the same transmission models of virus spread as literally everyone else in that building. You don't know 
you know, and this is kind of an odd time to talk about the spread of unknown viruses, yeah, right. right? But you don't know where those, what those other people were doing with their computers. So, I mean, we can relate it back to the, the COVID virus that's going on right now in the United States, on the world, really. But um, it, it's the same as locking yourself in a room with 15 other people who you have no idea where they went and no one's wearing masks or anything, right? That, that's, a, that's a great analogy. So you don't know if person B is in cybersecurity and just left doing a forensic audit of a company that got cryptoed and he inadvertently, he's not very good at cybersecurity audits, but he <laughs> inadvertently got himself crypto walker on his computer and it's going to trigger as soon as it connects back to another network. So you could be there, you know, browsing Pinterest or doing legitimate work and all of a sudden boom you're encrypted and if you were if you were working and you were connected to a vpn guess what yep it's gonna spread right back to your home office yep and so think about that so it it's that whole it's the stereotypical like one person goes to two people and two people go to four people etc that's how quickly these things spread hopefully your 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 company has something that that helps try to prevent that but it, these are the things that you need to think about, especially if you're on a corporate corporate machine that you don't connect to. Just because it's a free Wi-Fi network, that doesn't mean you should connect to it. I mean, most of us carry around these things in our pockets, these mobile phones in our pockets that have pretty good data plans to where if the 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 tethering is not free, then it's you know it's a pretty low cost, but it's infinitely more safer. Yeah, it's in, and and think about the you know the cost benefit there, right? How much is it going to cost you to tether to your phone to to log in, to download that report, to send that email, opposed to how much is it going to cost the company or you if you lose your job because you get the company infected with ransomware or something along those lines? And then just from a basic network security standpoint, connecting to a network like that, I'm not. I'm not by any stretch of the imagination some crazy hacker or anything. I don't have the that skill set um, currently, but <laughs> but I've I have fun if I'm at a hotel or if I'm at a you know a coffee shop and on a personal device I'll connect to the wireless and I'll just run a quick IP scan see who's connected. Sure. And if there's a printer or something or if there's you know I'll I'll send a funny picture to the printer or <laughs> if if there is a person's computer I'll see if their RDP port is open to the public and I'll try and remote into their computer. Um, it's happened once where you <laughs> got in. I mean it's just I I'm not doing anything malicious but I'm just having fun. But think about if it's just me having fun. You're just you're connecting yourself to a network where. You don't know the security, so I guess technically you could go ask the barista, "What's the, what's your network security like here?" Right. Um, see if she tells you anything about client isolation or MAC address filtering or anything like that. That would be amazing. That would actually. be really cool. Buy an extra cup of coffee. At that, that point, happens. connect to their network because they yeah. know what they're doing and they're doing it right. Um, but just you're connecting to a network that you don't know the security and you don't know who else is on the network. If you're the only one in the coffee shop, is it still safe? No, because at any point someone could come in and connect or Someone who connected six hours ago, or as we mentioned in a previous episode, 90 days ago, and you're there the 91st day when that mal malware payload is going to execute, right. you could find yourself in a really bad situation. And those examples are significantly less hyperbole than the first example of the guy in the corner with the hood on, right? The, the chances of someone with an infected machine going into a coffee shop, into a hotel, and connecting to a Wi-Fi is significantly higher then can it then go into a coffee shop with the creepy guy in the corner trying 100%. to hack your PC? We, we all we all think you, you said it perfectly. The guy with the hood that's in the corner. No, it is everyday people with everyday devices that happen to not be patched, happen to have something on it. 
the person doesn't even know that it's on there. But they connect to the Wi-Fi. Boom, now you have it. Boom, now your family has it. And it just keeps spreading. Right. So the moral of the story here is tether to your iPhone or tether to your cell phone if you can. And if you can't, uh, try and find somewhere with safe Wi-Fi as best you can, like your house or um, a remote office that you work out of. But do not, as best you can, do not connect to public Wi-Fi with corporate devices. Personal devices, you can be a little more lenient on um, because the chances of it spreading and affecting an entire company or you know someone trying to sleuth data off of a, a personal device will usually get bored pretty quickly because you're not doing anything of, <laughs> this of merit. This is boring so. and I cannot sell this info. Exactly. So why do I want this? Um, but so we hope that didn't scare you too much away from connecting to public Wi-Fi, but that is kind of the point of this episode, I guess. Um, but I hope it helped you understand some of the, the reasons to be cautious. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.